Welcome to today's edition of Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word, and I'm Roberta Foster. Today, I welcome Camille Cates to Author's Corner. She has written the book Moving Forward After Abortion, which is published by New Growth Press, and she'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Let me tell you just a little bit about Camille. She is a biblical counselor and a public speaker with a passion for ministering to women in crisis. She has written and spoken extensively on the topics of pregnancy care ministry, post-abortion trauma counseling, sexual abuse, and God's design for sex and sexuality. She is the author of Moving Forward After Abortion that we're going to talk about today, but also a mini book called Pregnancy Crisis, This Wasn't the Plan. And Camille and her husband, Troy, have three adult children and reside in the metro Cincinnati, Ohio area. So Camille, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you, Roberta. You write with such transparency through your book. Um, So why don't you share with our listeners why this topic is so important to you and how abortion impacted your life? Sure. Well, I grew up in the church. My parents were heavily involved, and so I I was in the church church every time the doors were open. And so I grew up hearing about um, Jesus and about the gospel and uh, the Bible. And it wasn't until I was uh, 12 years old that I actually came to know the Lord uh, through salvation at a youth camp. So, um, I, you know, I look back, I don't doubt that salvation experience at all. But I went home from camp and I just did not have a lot of discipleship mm-hmm. at home, and especially on in areas of dating and relationships. Um, I think a lot of young people in my generation grew up in church hearing, you know, don't have sex until you're married because it's a sin if you do. But there was never like a why or a purpose mm-hmm. behind that. Uh, so I'm really passionate about uh, teaching young people the why. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but anyway, I, I began dating in high school and it wasn't long before I became pressured to become sexually active and gave into that pressure. And, uh, after a while I became pregnant and at first, uh, I, I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. My parents found out and my mom came to me and said, Camille, do you want to have an abortion? And I thought, you know, I know that having sex outside of marriage was wrong uh, but I really believe abortion is also wrong, and I don't want to do that. I want to keep my baby. Mm-hmm. And so I told my parents that, and they um, thankfully supported me, and my church supported me as well. Oh, wonderful. And so that was uh, really great. But uh, So I just kind of went along in life. I, I felt like a little bit of a statistic. The young man uh, who was my baby's father had been long gone out of the picture, and I worked really hard to graduate high school early and then had my daughter that summer after graduation. But, Roberta, there was still that longing in my heart to be in a relationship and to have a family now, Mm. a a father for my daughter. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, you know, that's God's design. But I still didn't have the foundation of how to go about that. Mm. So. As soon as I got involved in another relationship, it became sexually sexual very quickly. And I became pregnant again. Mm. And this time, you know, my, my scenario had changed. God's word hadn't changed. Uh, 
the mm-hmm. truth hadn't changed, but my outlook uh, was beginning to change. And my parents found out about it, and they really began to lay on the pressure. And there's more of the story in um, my books, uh, uh-huh. but I'll just make it short here. Um, the young man that I had become pregnant by the second time, we thought we might get married, but we never really uh, kind of came to a decision because one night he was watching my daughter for me and he ended up sexually assaulting and mm. shaking her to death. Mm. And so now all of a sudden I, I'm left in the midst of this tragedy of lo- losing my daughter and yet I'm pregnant with his baby and I didn't know what to do. And we ended up burying my daughter in four days after we had her funeral. I had an abortion oh. and my life just began the, what we call in biblical counseling, the downward spiral. Sure. And I just kind of gave myself over to whatever and whatever with whoever. And I really didn't care about my life because mm-hmm. I would lost everything. And I felt lost. I wasn't lost spiritually. Looking back, I, I know I was saved, but I was just walking in such darkness mm-hmm. and confusion. And the Lord graciously um, in his kindness and mercy, ended up bringing me back to himself. I uh, ended up marrying a godly young man, and mm. um, we began doing youth ministry together. Uh, but my life still was um, hindered by this abortion in my sure. past, and it began affecting my marriage. And I, I think a lot of people don't realize if they've had an abortion in their past, how it can affect marriage and parenting and other relationships. And so once I, the Lord had brought me to a place where I found healing and sanctification through His Word, my life just began to change radically, um, so much so that my husband said, you are a completely different woman. And I knew from that point on that God was calling me to share that transformative yes. hope through the Gospel and through His Word to other women and men who are also impacted by abortion, mm-hmm. anybody really, uh, who who abortion has impacted their life, grandparents, siblings, etc. So that was really the impetus for my ministry. Well, we sure appreciate your transparency and desire to help others not uh, suffer in the way that you did. And we'll get to some of those uh, emotional matters here in just a moment. Let me remind the listeners, I'm talking with Camille Cates, and she has written the book Moving Forward After Abortion, which is published by New Growth Press. And you are listening to Authors Corner. I'm Roberta Foster. Obviously, there's a lot of emotion that women experience after having an abortion. Why don't you talk about a couple of these and how to process and, and how to move forward with, with uh, the knowledge that God does forgive? You know, a, a couple of emotions that, are, that I would say are pretty dominant for uh, women and men who've experienced an abortion are guilt and grief. And there, there's a gamut of emotions. So, the, the, you know, there's depression and anger and um, feelings of resentment, unforgiveness, those kind of things. But mm-hmm. really, um, guilt and grief can can touch and impact most everyone who, who's had that experience. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with guilt, uh, since Adam and Eve in the fall, when we sin, we feel uh, the guilt, true guilt over that sin. And I think when you're talking about abortion, where you've taken the life of an image bearer of God who was your own child, that guilt runs very, very deeply. And so, 
in our culture, we tend to either um, stuff it down mm-hmm. and cover it over with other things that are just a distraction, and that that guilt is still laying there underneath the surface, waiting to be dealt with by um, the Lord and uh, His comfort and His hope that He has to offer uh, to move forward from that. Or we just kind of shuck it off. I think you see a lot of the culture do that. You know, they want to wear a T-shirt mm-hmm. that says, shout your abortion. Mm. Well, that's just a way to, a secular way to be rid of the guilt. And But we know that the only way to really be rid of guilt is uh, through confession and repentance and putting your faith in Christ uh, to remove your sin. And so all sin, including abortion. And then there's, you know, grief. And I think um, a lot of women struggle with grief. Uh, They can't grieve, feel like they can't grieve over the loss of their baby because Mm -hmm. they were the ones who were the cause of that Mm. loss. And so, you know, when I minister to women, if that's their um, thinking, I just encourage them, you know, we are to grieve over what God grieves over. We're to sorrow over what he sorrows over, and he sorrows over the death of an image bearer, and we can too. And there's a lot of healing with that. But then there's another part of, Uh, grief. And that's, you know, it kind of goes with guilt where, you know, if we haven't acknowledged our sin before the Lord, then we haven't grieved over sin. And God wants us to grieve. We see that Mm. in scripture, um, King David, you know, he grieved over his sexual sin and um, every, every sin that was a result of that, he grieved that before the Lord and found comfort uh, in, in God. And so, those are just a couple of things that I want to encourage um, people who are struggling with that to pick up the book and, and walk through it and see that there's biblical um, hope and help for you through uh, various emotions. But those are two biggies. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine that receiving God's forgiveness is another difficult thing for Um, women who have gone through abortion, uh, what would you say is maybe the single biggest factor that keeps women from receiving God's forgiveness? Yeah, so in working with people who have had an abortion experience, the single biggest factor that I found uh, keeping them from receiving God's forgiveness is believing this lie that they need to somehow forgive themselves. And what they don't realize is it's just not possible to forgive yourself. And it's not biblical, Roberta. Nowhere in Scripture do we see a command to forgive ourselves. Mm -hmm. But what we do see is that we need to receive Christ's forgiveness. So I think, you know, we have a very real enemy uh, in Satan, and he would love for us to continue to hold to this false notion that we need to forgive ourselves because it keeps us from the gospel. It keeps us from receiving what Christ did on the cross to pay for the sin of abortion. If you could say just one thing to a woman starting her journey of moving forward, what would that be? I would tell her, trust God in this process. And and woman or man, whoever's listening with an abortion in your past, trust God in the process. It can be overwhelming, and there's a huge temptation to fear about what all is going to transpire on your journey Uh, what's going to come to the surface emotionally, but God loves you and he wants you to be healed through his word, through the gospel, so that you can walk with him unhindered. So find a trusted friend or a pastor and tell them that you've had an abortion. Ask them to pray for you Mm. as you're working through these things and let them know that you may reach out for encouragement and prayer as you're on this journey and pick up those books. They'll be a good 
guide. Um, I wrote them to, to be like somebody sitting right beside you as you go through your journey. Well, and in your book, you have seven chapters, and each chapter title um, asks a different question. What are these questions about? Not necessarily what are the questions, but how did you formate, formulate the questions? So not, not only working through my own abortion experience, but counseling with so many uh, people who've been impacted by abortion, they're just, they're common questions, like who can I turn to, and is God going to punish me, or why can't I just move on? Mm-hmm. Can I ever stop feeling this way? Um, even working through, how do I leave my abortion in the past? And so those were some common questions that tend to resonate with a person who's experienced abortion and wanted them to find the, the biblical answers and the compassionate answers that they need so that they can move forward. Fantastic. So today I've been talking with Camille Cates about her book, Moving Forward After Abortion. Camille, how can people connect with you and find out more about this book and the other that you've written? Yeah, I would love for them to connect with me and my website. It's uh, grittygospellife.com. Again, that's grittygospellife.com. And you can also connect on Facebook or Instagram uh, at grittygospellife. And they can even go onto my resource page. There's a video testimony. They can find more about the books. I've written other articles for the Gospel Coalition and uh, other other ministries. So Mm -hmm. they'll find a ton of resources to help them there. And for pastors and uh, counselors or church leaders who want to be more informed and equipped to help those who've had an abortion. Fantastic. Thank you so much for doing all of that. So one more time, the book today is Moving Forward After Abortion, and we've been talking with Camille Cates, and we certainly thank New Growth Press for giving us a copy of the book to talk about. And Camille, thank you so much for your time with us today. Thank you, Roberta. It's been my pleasure. God bless. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in as well. If you've missed any part of today's interview or would just like to hear it again and receive the encouragement from Camille, you can find it on your favorite podcast platform or just go through KNEO.org. This is Roberta Foster on your Author's Corner. Join me again next time. <music>